1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, October 18th, five minutes after 11. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So Senator Bob Menendez, this is a Democrat from New Jersey. He said that he has been loyal to only one country in the world for 50 years. He's rejecting federal prosecutors' claims that he's been acting as an unregistered foreign agent for Egypt.
0: Look, the charges against Menendez are super serious. And again, we talked about this. He beat corruption charges once before on a mistrial. And if you had done that, it's like OJ, right? You, somehow, you shouldn't have. The evidence is overwhelming, but you somehow got off. Wouldn't you just go live in the woods somewhere and off your NFL pension? Same thing with this guy. Like you, you are, you got it. Like you somehow magically mm-hmm. are still a free person. And, so just disappear and fly straight. I <laughs> don't like, care if you like, got to live in a live in a one bedroom, you know, apartment somewhere. The fact is, you still have your freedom, and you're still a U.S. senator. And so keep your nose clean. He's right back into the dirty
1: again. Yeah. So his arraignment has been rescheduled for October 23rd. He was supposed to be arraigned today, but his lawyer requested a new date, and he got it.
0: Um. So what's interesting because the Senate is so uh, close, mm-hmm. right? Schumer, Chuck Schumer, is really handling this with kid gloves for for two well for two reasons really. One, the Senate is super close; he can't risk alienating this guy because he can't lose his vote. Mm-hmm. And, and anybody who well, would,
1: that's it. That's it exactly. Sure. He can't lose his
0: vote. And and alleged anything that this guy is accused of doing if he indeed did it. He certainly would have no problem stabbing you in the in the back on a vote if he would do the things he's accused of doing, and Schumer knows that. And I think the second part of it is, and this is a big part of it, a lot of these people are super dirty, and you pull the veil back, mm-hmm. you start seeing everybody under the veil, not just the guy you want people to see. So Chuck Schumer, who rules that place with an iron fist, is suddenly like Mr Mm nicey-nice, hands-off guy.
1: What do you think? This is a situation where maybe Bob Menendez knows things and you're going to come for me? Guess what? I'm going to share all your dirty secrets. Well, and
0: so, you know, who knows exactly, Mm -hmm. but I just love this new approach from Schumer, who is usually Johnny Tough Guy. So he had some sort of press conference yesterday, and it sounds like here he says he, uh, He says Menendez is not coming to the classified briefing on Israel. Yeah. Which keep in mind, Menendez is accused of working as a foreign agent for Egypt.
1: Right. And they're now trying to get that passage open because Egypt and Gaza are right
0: next to each other. So Schumer, you'll hear him say this. He's out on that. But then it sounds like he says he's not going to discuss his private conversations with Menendez. Take Mm -hmm. a listen.
2: Should Senator Menendez be allowed to attend the classified briefing on Israel tomorrow? And you still stand by your position that he should not resign? You're not calling for He's not right? going
3: to attend the briefing tomorrow. Yes. yes. I don't get involved in private. Con- I've had private conversations. I don't get involved in what happened in them on this kind of thing. He's not attending. How about the
0: four Next.
3: Go ahead. The
0: so he wanted. No- he- so he has not called on him to resign. hmm. He didn't say whether he should or should not attend. He just simply said he's not. Right. And then he said, well, I've had private conversations. At least That's what it sounded like. I didn't hear the but exact- But I
1: don't get into private conversations. So what he means is I'm not going to get into telling you- Right. About our private conversations.
0: Then, so I don't know which one came first, this press conference or this appearance on, I think this was the CBS Morning Show. I'm guessing the CBS Morning Show came first. So the clip you just heard was press conference yesterday or media, media availability. This was him on the on I think this was a CBS morning show. And he will not answer the question on why he won't call on Menendez to resign. Mm-hmm. What would it take to move you uh, toward a position of saying, you know what, Senator uh, Menendez,
3: please step away. Look. Uh, As I've said before, the Senate should have certain standards. And if you read the indictment, Senator Menendez has gone way, way below those standards.
1: So what is your hesitation
3: of asking him to step down? He has has been way, way below those standards. And um, we'll see what happens after that.
1: I know. I, Senator, why, we all hear you I saying that. We yeah. all we all hear what you're saying, but we're just curious about why, if, by your own admission, he's gone way, way below the standards. Why wouldn't you just say, you know what, Bob, uh, you know, I think of you as a colleague and a friend, but now is the time you got to go. What, I'm just curious about what your hesitation I've is. Had,
3: I've had some serious discussions with him. Which are ongoing? As I said, I've had some serious discussions with him. Yes. Okay. Okay. You, cl- you clearly don't want right. to discuss it.
1: And they just let him off the hook. He clearly didn't want to discuss it, yet they stopped questioning. I mean, is, is Schumer complicit in this?
0: Well, so this is the... Like, wh- what was that, Casey? I mean, it that, sounded that was a like, non-answer. It sounded like someone had a gun at his back and was, like, telling him what to say. Like he was a hostage or something.
1: It sounded to me like he... Maybe in these private conversations that he doesn't want to get into about, he was telling Menendez, you need to step down and we're going to put someone in your position.
0: But if you're Menendez, what would be your reason to step down without, without a deal, right? Right.
1: And he's sitting there saying, I'm not guilty. I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. So... Maybe he's trying to strike a deal.
0: Uh, th- that was pathetic for a guy who rules that place with an iron fist to act like, oh. Uh, it
1: sounds like he's beholden to him. Yeah, it really does. He,
0: very subservient. Yeah, you caught onto this. Okay, Casey, I have to have you help me with this mm-hmm. next piece of audio because, again, this is the erratic behavior from people over this speaker stuff mm-hmm. just perplexes me. So <laughs> Brian Kilmeade is... A, the fox morning guy right he's on fox news in mm-hmm. the morning i think he also has a radio show he's been there a long time yeah i forget who the uh Burchell, was that who it was that was on the state rep or state u.s rep last week and kilmeade he voted to get rid of uh kevin mccarthy yep and kilmeade was just beside himself over this he was rude to the guy he was aggressive with the guy the guy was very calm and oh this was, is the guy who called him brother yeah
1: and said you're not letting me answer yeah. you keep talking over me right it was right. he
0: wanted to just yep. basically yep. yell at this guy rather than actually do an interview about hey why are you against him whatever it was just very like i'm going to just be mad at you rather than actually get information on why did you vote to whatever and we had commented on like, how unprofessional that was. Right, and, and he
1: sounded really cranky, and maybe he's overworked. He uh, needs to use some of his PTO.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> so he said, okay, <laughs> you know, clearly this guy must be a huge Kevin McCarthy fan, mm-hmm. which is weird, but whatever. Well, now, apparently he's mad that people won't vote for Jim Jordan to be the speaker.
1: Okay, so, I, yeah, he was caught on a hot mic calling... uh don bacon
0: who's a representative a name yeah he's so so they're they're uh they're going through the votes yesterday on the jordan stuff and they come to bacon's name don bacon is the guy's name big big you know pro kevin mccarthy anti uh jim jordan or anyone else probably votes no and then you will hear brian kilmeade on the hot mic, and I'm gonna have to have you make sense of this mm-hmm. to me, Casey, based on what he said.
3: Bacon McCarthy. McCarthy. Dumbass.
2: Hey. So,
0: so, Hello. so he was all for Kevin McCarthy. So he was very rude. I think Tim Burchell was the guy's name that he had on the U.S. rep. He was so mean to him over Kevin McCarthy, and then Don Bacon votes for Kevin McCarthy, Mm -hmm. and now he's mad about that.
1: Yeah. Did I miss something? Nope. (laughs) I think he's just being cranky these days. But I don't know if you saw the other story. The other part of this is that the wife of Don Bacon apparently is receiving text messages warning that if her husband doesn't back Jim Jordan as speaker, he will, quote, not hold any political office ever again.
0: Well... I think I, you know sending somebody's wife messages mm-hmm. is kind of inappropriate, but I I think that should be the threat. Is that if you if you if you're a person who believes Jim Jordan would be a great speaker, then you got to pressure these representatives. Now you know my theory, Casey. Family members, unless they're involved in the government or the politics or whatever, mm-hmm. they're then they're of whatever your husband or wife is doing. Then they're off limits. Now if they inject themselves in then fine game on but but leave them off limits but these these reps should know that if if you like jim jordan contact them everyone if you like victoria uh, if you like jim jordan everyone right now in the fifth district should be telling victoria sparts that i'm not saying this is someone who would vote for jim jordan i'm saying this though as they need to hear from you victoria sparts is being ridiculous based on her own statements and the pretzels she's twisted herself into, based on these these statements. So everybody should be pressuring if you want Jim Jordan these reps to to do the right thing.
1: They're voting right now. Well, they're they're starting the vote at eleven.
0: All right, so what, maybe we'll have an update for you mm-hmm. uh, here very very shortly.
1: It is uh, sixteen minutes after eleven. You're
3: listening to Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC.
0: To have a conversation here,
1: okay. What's on your mind? And it is, Rob about,
0: Kendall? It is about how easily people can manipulate themselves mm-hmm. on the internet. Yes. And if you are a person who is seeking love on the internet, you need to totally pay attention to this next segment. <laughs> What's
1: going on? Well,
0: so I have the uh, I have the one friend on social media who uh, she clearly, I've, as I've told you, this person in the physical mm-hmm. so I'm making the the move yeah. here for the general area décolletage yes it has those things however the rest of her facialer area is nothing like it looks in person and I've 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 told Kev before mm-hmm. I said we need to connect you with this person because I think this would just be a phenomenal experience for you and Kev what how did you just des- how did you describe this person Kev
2: Oh, I asked if that was the uh, woman who looked like the porn star. Yes.
0: Left. Okay. Kev called her porn star hot, and I said, "Kev, you might think that on the internet, but I said, Kev, that is not how this person looks in, in real the facial area. Mm-hmm.
2: Looks. Yeah.
0: And but the but my point in all this is, Kev sees that, mm-hmm. and it's real enough, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like the AI that my wife has done where, you know, clearly Eric Holcomb doesn't actually, you know, look like that. It's the the keywords and we're chuckling. This is a person presenting themselves mm-hmm. as this on the internet. So while some of that is there, mm-hmm. not all of that is as it seems and people are being duped and manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you saw that person, remember the Seinfeld episode where the lady that Jerry's dating, it's based on what light she's in? Yes. (laughs)
1: Kramer's- Bad bad lighting on the front porch. This is the- That's the Festivus episode.
0: That's right. This is 25 years later. Mm -hmm. This is the new version Mm -hmm. of that, where these people (laughs) are changing themselves online and presenting themselves as themselves, and poor- well-meaning people like Kevin <laughs> are getting suckered in to believing what these people are
1: doing. I don't really think Kevin is getting suckered into he anything. He was He thought I, she was uh, No,
2: you're trying to set me up with her and I was just like you showed me the picture, and so I was just acting like I was curious about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's not really. He's yeah, I think I think I don't want to get tangled in drama. Let's okay, just say so that. what are you
1: saying, that online she's very voluptuous and attractive,
0: but no, in I'm person not, I'm, I'm, she's not? I'm, I'm saying, so my point in all of this is, you know, my wife, she is very good at the technology, and that's mm-hmm. what she does for her job, and last mm-hmm. night I come in, and she's just giggle, 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 and, I, and she's doing something on her phone, and I'm like, what?
1: What, what now? now? And she's yeah. like,
0: "What do you think of this photo of me?" Uh-huh. And so I'm looking at it from a distance, and I can instantly tell. I'm like, "That it's is been doctored. That is not you." Yeah. And so she starts laughing, and she's like, "Well, what's what's different?" And I know at this point, Casey, no matter what I say, (laughs) you're going to be in a mess of trouble. I absolutely cannot win this conversation, Mm -hmm. right? And so she's laughing because she knows she has me, but I can clearly tell from a distance it's, and I said, well, I don't know. It just doesn't, (laughs) it just doesn't look like you. And she's like, what doesn't look like me? I don't know is a
1: good answer. And I tried, I tried
0: this one. I said, it's so far away. I can't really tell, but I can tell that doesn't actually Mm -hmm. look like you. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay, I'm She's going to let it go. She would not let it go. (laughs) So finally, I'm like, honey, I don't know exactly what it is, but I can just tell that photo has been altered, which I I didn't know exactly what it was because I don't know the technology. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, it doesn't look like you. It's like some cyborg, like somebody would see it and would know, would not know it's not you. Like she didn't, you know, grow a a unicorn, you know, a a horn coming out of her head or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so- Then she starts walking me through how she altered this photo of her, and I'm looking at this going, oh my gosh, like she's doing it to be funny, Funny. and I tell her all the time, like, you're so naturally beautiful the way you are, I wouldn't want this version of you. I want the version of you that I'm looking at right now. But then I see her actually walking through it, Mm -hmm. and I told her, I said, uh, her her face looked like I described it as an upside down joker, like her lines on her face. You know, the jokers go up, those mm-hmm. go down. And I said, that's how I knew it, it wasn't you. And that seemed to win okay. the argument. Mm-hmm. But my point is to see this happen in real time, like how she's doing it. And I'm sure so many of these girls out there are doing this. And the difference is she's chuckling about it with me because she wanted to make me uncomfortable. hmm. There are people who are doing this for real and presenting themselves yeah. as this person. Yeah, it's not like lighting. It's not like oh, I used a filter to make the light better, or you know, whatever. Like they're altering their faces and stuff,
1: buffing out a wrinkle yeah. here and
0: there. Yes, yeah, so it. At, at at almost forty years old, I have, I laugh at these photos now because people have wrinkles. Mm-hmm. Like even like I was looking at my baby. It was like
1: look, those at those aren't wrinkles. Those are laugh lines.
0: <laughs> so, so, so like other than my baby. You know, uh-huh. but it's, even my baby has skin imperfections, right? <laughs> if you have skin imperfections when you're four months old, mm-hmm. you certainly have them at 25 mm-hmm. or 30 mm-hmm. or 35 or whatever. And these people, we have created an environment yeah. where, because this group of people's doing it, then other people feel like, well, in order to keep up with them, yep. I've got to do it. yeah. And the reality is now we have this world where nobody is. Who they say they are
2: Standards are very high Everyone wants to be perfect now Yeah,
0: But you're not Right None of us are Exactly Exactly It's it's hard to keep up with too Like I am Del Griffith What you see is what you get (laughs) This is like I, I just don't I get the lighting, like, hey, there's bad lighting on this photo. I need to improve it or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But this thing where people are going in and, you know. Reshaping their face. Chopping up their faces. And to see it in real time, like, she, I don't don't understand how any of this works. But she was showing me, like, a step-by-step of how the photo changed. I don't know. She saved it or something. Well,
1: isn't that how the Kardashians made so much money when they first started? Because they were taking inches off their waist and adding them to their chest or to their butt. You it's know?
0: not real. I am telling you right now. <laughs> and so my point is we have to do something about this because what, people- What do you want to do? I don't know, Casey. That's why you're here. I don't know. What I do know is that millions of young women mm-hmm. are feeling pressured- Yes. To alter their appearance- Yes, to try to be more attractive or on pleasing. social and, 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 and I guess here's the final step in this that I, I am still, and I've been at this for a long time, that I have yet to understand- at some point, you're going to have to meet the people in
1: person. Mm-hmm. Unless you just plan on carrying out an online relationship where you can stay filtered all the time. I don't think that's the goal, though. But that's my I point. I think the goal is intimacy. At some point, mm-hmm.
0: you're going to have to meet. I mean, because isn't the premise, I want people to desire me or mm-hmm. want me or whatever. You're going to have to meet the person in person. This is why the conversation that Kevin and I had that night at our house when kev might have just enjoyed himself a little more a, than per, perhaps one or two libations prescribed on the back of the bottle kev mm-hmm. do you remember this conversation where said this is why the original facebook was so great because if you saw a chick on facebook in 2006 <laughs> and she was hot she was hot
2: yeah there were no filters no
0: mm-hmm. There wasn't even the the, yeah there was none of this much less chopping your face off or whatever there was no changing the lighting like you took it on your digital camera yeah or you you had to go to cvs or walgreens and get the disc if you had a disposable camera are you sure the end goal is to meet people though and
1: not just to get clicks and likes to make themselves feel better
3: wait
2: what well that's not good either that's even worse
1: (laughs) correct But you said the end goal is eventually you're going to have to meet the person and you'll know that they don't look like that.
0: But why would you want somebody, it's not like you're the Kardashians with these people, you're regular people on Facebook. Mm -hmm. You want people to desire you who you have no intention of Ever interacting with Well
1: yeah because They pick up their phone And they got another like And oh I'm popular Look at me
0: But you're not popular This (laughs) fake phony Yeah it's just a facade uh, (laughs) Smartphone manipulated version Of you is popular It's true I want to just start Commenting on all these photos That is not you
1: well, you should do that. It's all, oh, no, it's all manufactured now, Rob. No
0: way, Casey. I totally have enough enemies and I don't need to go making ones for talking. because you know you know I don't notice people's appearances, Casey. I <laughs> clearly. Yes, <laughs> you don't. You we have this You guys never have a solution for this with me. I think me.
2: you might actually be helping her out if you call her out If on I it. just said that? Yeah. If I just said that is not
0: you. Just that's all I'm going to say. That is not just you. Say
2: that is not you. Well, maybe you
1: could, hey, what kind of filter is that? <laughs> I don't know. Is that really passive aggressive? <laughs> and then you should post a picture of you that using that filter. <laughs> there you go. Do it to you. and Do the same filter to your face and then put it in the comment.
0: I don't even. Is there a filter fact? Is there a filter app or a store or like where would I get?
1: Ask your wife. She'll Wait, is, this is this, uh, this was
3: Facebook?
0: Yeah, this right? is on Facebook. Yeah, this is on Facebook. Yeah. So probably
1: that's being imported from something else.
0: Yeah. That picture's been doctored. What do you mean imported?
2: You Photoshop and then putting it in You're going to need to download a filter app. Oh, no,
0: Kev. I'm not downloading anything. Oh, no. And you're going to post that picture,
2: and you're going to put a caption, Mm just being me. (laughs) I (laughs) love it.
1: Just being me. Yes. Yes. If you are doing this,
2: stop.
0: Mm. We are all humans. Mm -hmm. We all have imperfections. Mm -hmm. We all have flaws. And if you have to manipulate your face or your body (laughs) to get people to like Like you, you, they don't really like you.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is 1129. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So President Biden came out and he said that he has made wartime decisions. However, the Hamas war against Israel about to get a shot in the arm. And that is because... The Biden administration is allowing the Iran-UN sanctions on ballistic missiles to expire, which could be a big victory for Tehran. This will, it's called Transition Day, and it will allow the UN's embargo against Iran's ability to produce and sell missiles and drones to anybody they want. It's going to expire and they can get in the game. Well,
0: to quote the famed philosopher Homer Simpson, I guess some people never change or quickly change and then quickly change right back. And this is what I don't understand of why we continue to try to negotiate, deal with, work with, have a relationship with these just terrorist, terrorist, awful countries who want to kill us, who want to kill others. They want to kill Jews. They want to kill Christians. I just don't understand why. I mean, unless you just hate this country and want to see it fail. Obama did it biden did it they try to placate these people i mean they just there's you're not going to change their mind it's fundamentally ingrained in their DNA about hating us and wanting to kill us.
1: Yeah, it's who they are. Well, the White House spokesperson, John Kirby, who always looks like he wants to apologize (laughs) for what he's about to say, he says that there's no evidence Iran or anyone else is attempting to escalate the Middle East conflict.
3: And let's talk about Iran overnight. The foreign minister there had some pretty bellicose rhetoric
1: saying that preemptive action by Iran and its proxies is possible and a wider war was reaching the inevitable stage. Do you see any actions that match those words, or is this purely bombastic rhetoric?
2: We're watching this very, very closely. We have seen no specific indication that another actor or another state um, is preparing to widen and deepen and escalate this contact, uh, contact, conflict. I'm sorry.
1: Um, okay, so I believe he said that before the uh, embassies in Beirut were being stormed and before... All of the protesters were in all of these major European cities as well.
0: Yeah. Look, again, it's just a hands-off, this kind of laissez-faire, uh, you know – anti-aggressive stance on these countries. And I'm not saying, hey, we should be demanding ground troops into Iran tomorrow. I'm not saying any of that. But I'm saying there's a difference between not sending ground troops in and also not making it easier for these countries to be able to do this stuff. You you are making it easier for them to be able to do the things that they're doing.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, let's talk about what's going on with X. Elon Musk's S formerly known as Twitter. He's, uh, what, going to start charging users a dollar to tweet
0: and retweet? So Fortune Magazine had this article and they said that, I guess, beginning today, Mm -hmm. that users in certain countries are going to be charged $1 a year uh, to tweet and be a part of the platform. Now, I have not seen anything announced here in the United States yet like that. You'd assume there'd be some sort of ramp up to that maybe they're testing it in other places to see what happens Mm -hmm. but what are you doing Casey if you got to pay a dollar are you paying a dollar a year to be on Twitter
1: well I'm already paying eight dollars to be on Twitter so that I can post long-form videos of you and I
0: maybe you're exempted you got to be exempted if you're I think
1: if you're doing the eight dollars you don't have to pay the dollar right well
0: it's it's but you're paying it per month right Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And
1: it's what I give to this show,
0: Rob. But this
1: is a new program. It's just in testing stages, and it's happening in New Zealand and also the Philippines.
0: I think I would pay $1 a year to be on Twitter.
1: Yeah,
0: $1? I I would not pay $8 a month to be on Twitter, but I think I would pay $1 per year because I get enough good out of making people miserable on Twitter. Well,
1: I don't know why people think that it's an app, why it should be free.
0: Well, because I saw people, you know, kind of like outraged. Oh, I'm out of here. Well, okay, then go. I mean, it's not the government. It's not, you're not required to use it. They don't owe you anything. If you want to use it, great. If you want to have infinite characters like Casey, pay $8 a month. If you don't, like me, then just don't pay it. I mm-hmm. mean, it's it like the, these whole, the whole sense of what people are or not entitled to is just, it's just, reached just, just level of ridiculous
1: well Elon has come out and he's saying that this is how they're trying to get rid of different bots like if you're a bot you're not going to pay
0: well okay so there's, there's but if you're a real human sure. you're going to pay there is some merit to that which is look this is how we'll filter out you know 20% of your responses being from imaginary accounts mm-hmm. it's like I saw a tweet that I was mentioned in earlier today at a you know, like within ten minutes, three people liked it. And you can always tell who the bot accounts are. They're either someone with nine thousand numbers or when you click on their profile, they have zero followers and are looking to meet people and have love on Twitter. I mean, you know, <laughs> and so at the it's perfect timing with this segment that I was looking at those going, Well, these are all all bots right mm-hmm. so think about this in the interaction of this post right now is being dominated by non-actual users of twitter so this this might be now that and now that we talk through this i think maybe i'm even more in favor of this if it cuts down that level on of the, it, of interaction
1: well i'm also curious though if you pay the dollar are you still going to be fed ads because that's of course how twitter makes a lot of their money yeah is the ads and their advertisers so. and if you have to pay to be on there does that mean you're ad free
0: look I'm, I'm probably paying a dollar a year to be on twitter I probably would pay a dollar a year to be on Facebook. Uh, Although it doesn't seem like there's as many. Although I say that and then you get all the time phony friend requests from people that clearly you're already a friend with and or it's not a real. So I don't know. Maybe Facebook has the big problem, too. But uh, yeah, I don't think I'm angry about this. I, uh, You know, I. I feel even better about it now that we've had this conversation. If oh, it cuts good. down on my bot interaction. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm glad we worked this out for you. Thank you. Hey, did you hear that flag football and squash are now officially Olympic sports?
0: Well, we've come a long way since the Roman times, haven't we, Casey, <laughs> when people used to wrestle lions? <laughs> mm-hmm. Now it's uh, flag football. Okay, so
1: they're going to be played in the 28 Summer Games, which are going to be held in Los Angeles. And it's the first time the Olympics are going to be back in the United States. Yeah,
0: 1984.
1: No, no, there was in Salt Lake City. Oh,
0: that's right, a Winter Games, but this is the first Summer Games. Yeah. Yeah, uh, 2002, is that right? Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: And so the International Olympic Committee, they voted also to bring back some more sports. Baseball, Mm -hmm. softball, cricket, and lacrosse are also going to be on.
0: Now, the baseball is interesting because there has never been a professional in America. The other countries have pros. America has never had professional baseball players in the Olympics. There's actually a push now from some of the high, Bryce Harper is one of them, to get like create almost like a dream team, Mm -hmm. but with pro baseball, baseball. to let the pros play in the 2028 games are what they're pushing for. Um, So it'll be interesting. Flag football. There's some really stupid Olympic sports.
1: Flag football. Going to be an Olympic sport. So there's going to be an Olympics coming up. Next year in Paris. Yeah. In twenty twenty four. You going? Well, I, I have to wonder, like right now, the way things yeah. are, boy.
0: You do strike me as someone who would Do you think there's go still going to be Olympics
1: in Paris? In oh 2024?
0: yeah. They well hell, case they had the Olympics in Germany in nineteen thirty six. Yeah. I mean, uh yeah, I don't think I mean Will co- countries
1: be banning it. We're not sending our Olympics. COVID.
0: COVID stopped that one Olympics and then they had it the next year in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um which no one. I would yes, to I would love to go to an. Olympics. Yeah, you strike me as someone who would totally go to another country to go. Yeah, to Yeah, I used to watch you it all too, the time Kevin. When I was, yeah. young. I would love that. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, we should go. All
1: right, let's do it. You want to go to Paris? You two couldn't uh, even. Paris pull up,
0: is cool with me. You two couldn't even pull up Brown County yesterday. Now you going to do Paris. <laughs>
1: we, <laughs> we totally couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did you hear about this uh, woman who claims to have had a lot of different lovers?
0: Speaking of people who are on the internet many, who are insane, many yes.
1: lovers. Wow. <laughs> if you don't know the total, we're. Use life material count. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna share her number with you. Her body count coming up from 93 WIBC. Go away. Oh, but there is a woman from Australia. Uh huh. She claims that she slept with 300 people in a year.
0: I saw this, and um, this is uh, this is a weird, (laughs) very weird way to do the look at me, uh, be proud of me thing, right? Yeah,
1: I I know. She claims the experience has been empowering.
0: Well, and I'm torn on this because the 25-year-old version of me, Casey, would Mm -hmm. have been like, she's Mm well-assembled and hot. Mm -hmm. The nearly 40-year-old version of me is like, gross, lady.
1: Yes, exactly. And I thought the same thing. I thought, hey, you know what? She can do what she wants. I am woman. Hear me roar. No shaming. But then when I got to the part where she said that she bedded five different people (laughs) in a single day, that's where I kind of thought that was a little gross.
0: And, And look, as long as everyone's a consenting adult, you may do as you please, but there is also, don't expect to not be, don't expect that no one is going to judge judge you.
1: Yeah, you're going to have haters for this. People are calling her disgusting. Well, it is
0: disgusting. She's
1: being dubbed as Australia's most sexually active woman, no kidding. <laughs> um, but also the part that started to turn, because you're right, she is a very attractive woman. If she's single, it's her prerogative to do what she wants. But then when I got to the, the five people in one day, and then, okay, she also has an OnlyFans account, which she charges people money to do and she says nothing is off limits, yeah. there's no shortage of kinky content, uh-huh. pretty much everything on camera, yeah. she's showing the world her goods, and then she got fired from her job for it because they couldn't handle her promiscuous lifestyle. I thought, yeah, yeah she,
0: she, had, she had some sort of corporate job, like yeah, she had a,
1: like a normal job. A normal job, and she said they were very upset and very angry and that she- Well, it's terrible representation yes! for the company, Casey. Yes! It's, okay,
0: so it's one thing. It's one thing to have interpersonal relations with a large amount of gentleman callers. Mm-hmm. It's another thing- To put it
1: out there? To put it out there for the world, right? Because <laughs> yes. you are,
0: like, then you are saying, like, look, I am this person. Well, she works here. Well, clearly they're condoning that sort of, but yeah, I got no sympathy for her. Now, she only- Everybody, of course, has the thing, the OnlyFans mm-hmm. or the whatever now. So that's not that big a deal. But you know, I thought they said in this story, because several outlets had a story on this woman. Annie Knight is her name, by the way. Uh, oh, she has a name. Oh, she has a name. Yeah. You had to, oh, I looked it up, Casey. Okay. Um, <laughs> that she only made like 500 grand. A year oh no I'm sorry this is 1.8 million a year yeah no she'd making a thousand dollars a day okay my my math was a little bit off on that yeah so okay th- that's still a low that is still a low amount of money to subject yourself to 300 different gentlemen callers she
1: said she got fired from her company because she falsely ad- advertised her side business <laughs> and that she didn't ask permission from the company to run the side business and here's the thing her side business Business had online pornographic images. Yeah. So I this company has every right to do what they want. They don't want her representing her. But odd flex
0: to be walking around well, going, look how many people I slept with. And you and I have talked about this many, many times, and I've been saying this for years now. That many times women women are the aggressors. Like it used to be like, oh, these poor Young women who are being just totally manipulated by these men. Oh, no, this woman knows exactly what she's doing. Oh, sure she does. She, I mean, she clearly has some mental issues that she's in need of, of help, if you think sleeping with 300 people in a year is a good idea. But th- <laughs> there ain't no innocent fawn in the woods here. I mm-hmm. mean, she knows exactly what she's doing. Well, she
1: did try to play the victim. They fired me. But what did she say about sex? She said that it's something that makes her feel good. Oh. It's meant to make you feel uh-huh. good. No, no. It-
0: And the messier the better. Okay, look, there's no problem. Ew! No, no, Casey, there's no problem with any of that. What were the three things that she said? She said it makes her feel Uh, good. It's meant to make you
1: feel good. The messier the better. No
0: problem with any of that. Just don't do it with 300 different people. Well, I'm saying-
1: Just pick one. The messier the better, five in one day.
0: Ew. Well, no, but I mean, you can accomplish all of those things (laughs) with, with one partner. You don't need 300.
1: This is true. 300 different people. Well, that girl gets around What's her name? Uh, Annie Knight. <laughs> there you go. Okay, and one last story before we get out of here. Did you see the Indiana Pacers? They have new food options so coming ha- up.
0: So Hammer just went to the first preseason game. Yeah. And they have put a lot of, they, be, well, I guess we being the taxpayers, have mm-hmm. put a lot of money into Gainbridge Fieldhouse. By the way, where are we at with the fact that the Simon family? And I don't know if you know, Casey, but the Simon family... They're doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. From
1: the Simon property, Simon family. They own some malls. The malls. Where are we
0: at that not only with their major league team, the Indiana Pacers, but also now with apparently the minor league team, the Mad Ants, that they need poor and middle class people to pay for their stadiums. It's the Jim Irsay thing all over again. Not quite as egregious. Mm -hmm. It's not a billion Mm dollars or 700 million or whatever it was at the time. But why why are poor and middle class people paying for the Simon family to not only have a you know a team for their uh, stadium for their major league team but for their minor league team, mm-hmm. I don't know if you notice, Casey, Simon's a little richer than I am.
1: Yeah, just a little. Although I have to imagine they've taken probably a hit over the past couple of years with their malls. I mean, have you been to a mall lately? Not my problem. <laughs> He's
0: still much more wealthy than I am, and I'm paying for his stadium.
1: Okay, so the Indiana Pacers, they unveiled this new community program with different food options. Oh. They're going to have guest chefs at the arena Making oh. new food for different games. Uh-huh. They're bringing in these local chefs to show off their talents, and some of the new food items include cinnamon sugar churro bites.
0: Uh, the who what?
1: Cinnamon sugar churro bites, uh-huh. and also hand tossed pepperoni pizza, oh. and and much more. The much more sounds so delicious. Well, and it also it? Sa- you know what it also sounds,
0: Casey. <laughs> what? Very expensive. Yeah. Very the- very expensive. That's what it sounds. So
1: the Pacers' first season game at home is on October 25th again. The Washington Wizards. I'd really like to get to a game this year. I have not been to a Pacers game since I have moved to Indianapolis, so that is on my Indy. Ask bu- Hammer. That's he's, on my Indy bucket list.
0: Ask Hammer. He's got a ticket guy. Just ask him. Does he? Yes. He's a he ticket always, guy. That's how he always gets those seats, like down there in the first five rows. Or he's whatever got a guy. Oh, oh yeah. Hammer. Hey, Di. I went to. I went to one <laughs> of those games with him. I don't know. I guess this must have been maybe it was last year, two yeah. years ago. I don't know. All these days run together now. And. uh yeah, it was before Ben. It was before uh, 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 Matherin was there, so it must have been two years ago. And yeah, we were like five rows from the from the floor. Oh yeah, he's got the good seats. Hammer knows everyone.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kevin. And thank you for listening today. That's going to do it for us. We're going to catch you back here tomorrow, though. It is Kendall and Casey on ninety three WIBC.